moving away from the food table further and further because Carrie, it called my name. Like it, it, it was, it was everything from from spring rolls to dumplings to junk to candy to cakes to and Marley and Stephen don't even eat that way. But of course, everybody else does, and they all brought over that kind of stuff. Nobody ever thinks to bring over like code red chili or like you know like maybe something that's like a code red pumpkin pie or something. So it, at, at one point, I think I was there two hours. At one point I just said, I hugged Marley and I just said, I gotta go. The pull of the food is too strong. I'm Christy Code Red and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. And we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Carrie, it might be time for you to to, uh, introduce yourself to the audience for new people. Every time we record, I think, is this the time I get to reintroduce <laughs> myself? <laughs> and I'm always like, so my name is Carrie Thompson for the two of you. No, actually, we have a lot of new people. We're ranked and really high. I know we are ranked high. And it's it's because of you guys. So we are very thankful for you. But for those of you that don't know me, I am Christy's older sister. Not much older. I, for the record, not much older. But I came to work for Christy five years ago. I am an MSN RN and I lost over a hundred pounds doing the code red lifestyle. And that was after, as I've said many times, failed weight loss surgery. Um, I do work PRN at a little emergency room here locally, Christy. And I was, someone came in, they were thinking about doing some gastric surgery. I lifted up my shirt to show them my tummy and said, don't do it. It didn't help me lose weight. The only thing that's helped was doing my sister's program. So that is, that's my story. I might have to add that into my little spiel, like me lifting up my shirt. And the reason I lifted up my shirt was to show you all the, the scars I have on my abdomen because of not only getting the weight loss surgery, but all the repairs to the multiple surgeries to get everything repaired. And of course I'll never have normal bowel and gut function because of that. But if you can avoid weight loss surgery, definitely give, this is my, my, my spiel, give code red a 30 day try, because I, I would love for you to avoid the problems I've had. Carrie has a lifetime of problems. She'll always have low iron. She'll always have to take B12. She has to, she, it's, it's a lifetime of problems. And she didn't know back then what we know now, and, and that's okay, but we can get just as much weight off of you as, as bariatric surgery. Um, and they, a lot of bigger people, when they first start off with bariatric surgery, they can lose a pound a day. So, so they, same thing on code red, it, it, the weight comes off fairly quickly with code red as well. And that's real food, water, and sleep. And today we are recording this on December 6th and we are just knee deep in the holidays. I, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I decorated on November 6th. So my decorations have been up for a month already. I'm an early putter upper, but I'm also an early ticket taker downer. And I just love Christmas. We love the holidays. I love the presents in the trees and the birth of Christ. And I love the snow and I love the music and I, I love the lights. And it Carrie decorated her house. She's got a three-story uh, old tobacco barn that was converted into a house. It is huge, 6,000 square feet. Her house is decorated. So we are like raring to go. But we want to talk to you about Carrie and Christie's tips, what we do to survive the holidays. 
There are so many versions of this, Christy. And, you know, throughout the years of you and your inception of Code Red, you have come forth with this topic numerous times, but it doesn't get old. Uh, Christy used to do back in the day, the holiday hustle, which was a challenge just to not gain and just be healthy throughout the holidays. We, Christy's come up with a holiday survival guide. You can definitely get the digital version of that one. We have come up with, and, and Christy has created so many opportunities I mean, right now we have a VIP program. People are, are, it's called the holiday survival at the time of this recording that people get to go to a weekly meeting where we talk about this topic. So y'all are getting the tips and tricks on the cheap, on the cheap, on the free, but we, this is Christy. This is not a new, it's not like we just thought about talking about this today. Right. There are no new ideas. And I want to, and we have our code red tips, but what about Carrie and Christy? What do we do as individuals? I know we're, we have been in maintenance for a long time. Carrie has kept over 100 pounds off for 11 years. I've been, uh, right now I'm going through a bodybuilding transformation to be able to compete in a bodybuilding show, but I've kept weight off as well. And what do we do as individuals? Personally, there are, there are things that we don't struggle with that you might struggle with, but surprisingly, we probably struggle with the same things you do. So I'll kick us off. And I know it's going to be an obvious one. And I, I'm, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record, but truly, truly, it is absolutely vital to my success during the holidays if I drink my water every day, I, I get in four code red water bottles. And I know that's a little bit more than what we'd recommend for somebody of my size. However, it's what works for me. I've been doing this for eight years and I'm used to it. And I, I work out a lot right now, getting ready for this competition. I sweat a lot and it's what my body's used to. And if I don't get my water in, sis, I've got a headache. I'm lethargic. I'm grumpy. I'm hungry. It's a mess. One of the problems with not drinking your water, and that is the best one to start out with, Chrissy, is that your body confuses signals. Now, we did a whole podcast on water, so go back and watch it. I would encourage you to do that. But your body confuses the signals. You're going to be tired during the holidays, maybe with extra stuff going on. And you may be tired or thirsty, but your body thinks you're hungry. So that is how a lot of weight gain takes place during the holidays, because you're dehydrated and you're tired. So you've got to drink your water. So at least you can make decisions on a hydrated system on a, on a level playing field brain, I like that. a brain that has what it needs to make a good decision. I like that. I like the way you said that make decisions on a hydrated body. So yeah. you take the next one, sis, and we'll go back okay. and forth. I wrote it down a bunch. This is one specific to nurses, people working in medical offices, people working in any kind of place where they're going to drop off sweets. You need to, number one, Carrie's hot tip is number one, you need to know what's going to happen. It doesn't change. People always send the almond roca pans. People mm -hmm. always send the butter cookie pans. Like it's, it doesn't change. I've been a nurse almost 20 years. It does not change the same every year. You work at a dentist's office. They don't care. The, the drug reps, people bringing in pies, pe neighbors dropping off stuff. So here's the deal. Number one, know what's going to happen. Get it in your brain. Know that that's going to be happening. Don't be surprised by the little mini butterfingers when you walk in. Don't be surprised. You know it's going to happen. And number two, stay out of the break room. The, uh, the ER that I work with now, just every once in a while, you have to walk to the break room to go to the potty. 
And Christy, you know, cause I drink a bunch of water. I have to potty a bunch. Plus I had three children. So my bladder is just, it's just nice and stretchy. But anyway, I have to, I, I actually laugh if you guys want feel free, but I actually go like this as I walk through the break room. Oh. So I don't see the crap sitting on the counter. And then I go pee. I tell myself, all you're going to do is walk out of this break room. You guys, do you think that I don't struggle? You think right. that this isn't hard for me? Yeah, it's hard. So Christy, I go like this, but if you can avoid your break room, like keep your, um, if it's cold, keep your lunch in your car. Don't go back there. Don't rummage through. Don't go in there and visit with people. Stay out of the break room. So be aware that it's a problem and stay out of the break room at all costs or cover up the food. That's what I do at the break room at work, Christy. I organize it into this little, um, this little plastic thing they have there. Cause it's just so much crap. And then I like put a little towel on it for the night. So I don't have to see it. Well, you know, and patients, uh, family, they are well-meaning and they love you and they want to show their appreciation to the hospital staff. And let's just throw in teachers as well. Cause the teaching that the, the teachers um, lounge, same thing, same exact thing. Teachers. We got a lot of teachers. we got a lot of nurses, but they are patients, family members, or they are parents of your, of your uh, students. And they are trying to do something nice for you. And they are, they're showing their love by baking something. They're putting their effort, their time, their effort, their money into creating this really uh, good, sweet, delicious product. Uh, and, and, and it, it takes skill. It takes time. It takes money. And it's something they put love into. So oh, they are trying to show you love and appreciation by bringing in goodies. And, and I get it. And I don't want to take, put that like, we don't want to like, that is so sweet, but for the love of Pete, it is not on your plan. And I love that sis. I love the, the blinders on a horse kind of a thing of going through there and just, and I'll, I'll add to this and say that I went to Marley's house, um, two weekends ago to Friendsgiving and it was, everybody brought a, a dish. There were probably, I don't know, 20, 25 people there that included the kids, lots and lots of people, lots of, lots of people. It was fun but definitely not on my plan, especially with my bodybuilding competition coming up. It's a very strict, I mean, I, I'm actually glad that I'm, I'm having to go through this during the holidays because there's no way I can, but I actually kept moving away from the, the food table further and further because Carrie, it called my name. Like it, it, it was, it was everything from, from um, spring rolls to dumplings to, to junk, to candy, to cakes, to and Marley and Steven don't even eat that way. But of course everybody else does. And they all brought over this kind of stuff. Nobody ever thinks to bring over like code red chili or like, you know, like maybe something that's like a code red pumpkin pie or something. So at, at one point, I think I was there two hours. At one point I just said, I hugged Marley and I just said, I got to go. The pull of the food is too strong. Right. I, I 100% understand that. So you have to stay out of the break room out of the area. One of the best, my most favorite re uh, restaurants, that's not right. My most favorite hospital I worked with, we had the report room, but it was down the way and you didn't have to go in there except for anything report or break. And I could just stay completely out of it. Now this one is a little bit harder. Your, your office may be set up differently, but that makes a big difference. Okay. Christy, you have one. Yeah. I got number okay. two. I got number three here. I'm uh, I was one. You were two. Number three. Okay. I don't know, puppy lose count, but I, I'm going to go with the obvious one, but I'm telling you, and again, I'm sorry, but it's, I am guarding my sleep. Like you wouldn't even believe 
Uh, I am asleep by eight and awake at four every day. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it is part of it's my training schedule. And part of it is when you are sleep deprived, you do not make good decisions. Your body's going to send sugar signals to keep you awake because sugar is the quickest form of energy. So if you are sleep deprived, you are setting yourself up for a fall. So for me personally, I CBD oil has been a game changer. Code red CBD oil, the 1500 milligram game changer for me. I take my CBD oil, oil, oil hold it under my tongue for thir- for 60 seconds, swallow it down. And it, um, and I get my butt with my blue light blocking glasses in bed. And I, I am really militant about my sleep sis. Well, you're not doing anybody, you, Christy, or me, or any of you listening, you're not actually doing anybody any favors by being really tired. It, it just doesn't work. You, you're not doing, you're not, you're not making the season merry and bright. Okay. <laughs> so you need to get some sleep. I, I agree with Christy hundred percent. Okay. Here's, I want to look down cause I wrote it down. Stuff is going to come into your home. Carrie's tip number four, it's going to happen. I'm sorry, people, again, same rule as the break room. So here's my, let me tell you the lie I tell myself. And here's what I do about the lie. I tell myself, Christy, number four is, and don't tell yourself this lie. Oh, it's okay. My daughter, the one I have left at home, Anne Marie is going to eat some of that. Or Brandon, who by the way, does not like sweets is going to eat that. No, Carrie's going to eat that. Carrie, not the dogs, not the cats, not the chickens, Carrie, Carrie, not Brandon, not Amory. They might have a bite, but they don't, that's not their thing. So Carrie is going to eat that. So if I had, if I had to, I would put a portion out for them, put it in a thing, mark it as, you know, Bob, my husband's Bob, yours is in the freezer if you want it, or yours is in the back of the fridge with your name on it. And you guys have to get rid of the sweets. It cannot come into your house. Not the big tins of caramel corn, not the, no, you just, you can't have it in your house. You cannot allow it to stay. So if you have to be around it, segregate it and get it into a section or give it away. Take it again to a fire station. Sorry. Take it to a homeless shelter, take it somewhere. Or sadly, I know. No one's going to like this, but throw it in the garbage, Mm. throw it in the garbage. We went on vacation the other day. Brandon bought those little baby cookies. I don't know why Christy. And I said to him, I held up one that was tempting me and it was scotch oatmeal. I said, do you like this flavor? And he goes, no, I don't want those. As soon as he wasn't looking, I walked over the garbage, dumped the whole sack in the garbage because who's going to eat them, Christy. Yep. Me. You're don't lie. Listen to me. Do not lie to yourself and say your family's going to enjoy that. Because moms, you're the one that's home all day with those cookies staring at you. You're the one that has to deal with it. You're the one, it's you. So please do not tell yourself the lie that the family is going to enjoy it. If they are enjoying it, put it in a separate container and get it out of your way. Maybe you can have fudge sitting on the counter and you're fine. Maybe you can have ice cream in the freezer and you're fine. Carrie Thompson is not one of those people. So make sure that you deal with the baked goods and the sweets that come into your house. That's tip number four. So I got a, I got a confession to make Carrie. Oh no. As, did you eat the little cookies? You weren't there when the little cookies were there. No, <laughs> you guys, I farm sat for Carrie. So she could take her family on a vacation. If you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, you know, this, I did a lot of TikToks about farm sitting and Carrie, I found Anne Marie's snack box. Oh no. And you 
because the guys, they have a 12 year old and, and 99% of the time she eats healthy. And then she has this Rubbermaid bin and it's got a lid on it. And Carrie had it buried. Like she did such a good job, but me being a terrorist, I hunted and found that snack bin, but thank you, Jesus, that I did not. I mean, it was everything I could do to close that lid. It wasn't even that like things that you guys would all consider snacks, not even snack things that when you're eating healthy, um, like a, like a Ritz cracker or something that would be, that's really hard for me to turn down. Um, so, but that is the way to do. I had to dig to find it. I was just, I was just digging around cause I was bored. And then I was just like, what's this? And I popped open the lid. I was like, no, but good thing that there were things, most of the things in there I didn't like, but man, guys, if you think for one second, I can have that in my house and stay true to my program, whatever program I'm on, you got another thing coming. Even El Jefe, I can't do it. Yep. And I, you know what, Christy, I meant to do this before you got here, not because of you, but because of me, I meant to put crap food on there. It says food, but I meant, and then I meant to put Carrie stay out. Like I'm not being smarty. Like I really tell myself that is Anne Marie's food. When Ellie, our niece, Christy and I's niece lived with Brandon and I, we helped raise her we, I would say, Ellie, if you want that, take it to your room. I'm, I do have my limits. Now, have I dug food out of a garbage can? Yes. If it was face up on the top. Okay. Don't tell me fat people haven't done that. Cause I have, but anyway, um, but I did have my limits. I wouldn't go into a room and look for food. I didn't do that. So that was a, that was my fatty limit. I, I, I got my standards, but I agree with Christy. Like if, if I don't put a sign on it, put, put a kitchen clothes sign up. Put a sign on the crap food, Bob's food, Carrie, stay right. out. That's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, it, oh, we struggle. We struggle if we don't put measures in place, Carrie and I do. We always will. We're going to do another podcast about the struggle. That'll be another one. But my next tip is um, I've been to a couple of parties now, two parties, and I'm getting ready to have a staff party um, this coming Saturday night, and I'm going to wear a tight dress. Now I do like, I'm kind of like Dolly Parton. I do like my, my stuff tight. Um, I do. I like the snug fit. I have a very hourglass. Carrie and I both have an hourglass figure. We are blessed with good genetics and we work hard to keep our bodies hourglassy and I love tight fitting clothes. I just do, but it is one of my tips to keep me. Cause man, when you know, you go off, if you, if you have some bread out of the bread basket, if you had breaded chicken or breaded shrimp, the breaded part of that is really going to cause you to start hanging on to interstitial fluid, the, uh, the inflammatory oils, you're not going to, you're going to have a reaction to that. And if you're going to start swelling up a little bit and your stomach, my stomach, I don't like when my stomach sticks out and it'll start sticking out. So a hack for me, just personally, again, all these are just carrying my personal tips. I like wearing snug clothing and I, I specifically rented a dress for this Saturday night for our Christmas party. That was a little bit snug. That that's a great idea. And I do the same thing with my scrubs, Christy. If mm. I notice my scrubs getting a little bit tight because I didn't make necessarily the best choices, I force myself to wear those scrubs to that shift because then I go, well, these are the consequences of your actions. Like that's just my own form of self torture that works really well for me. And then I'm like, I'm not eating all night. I don't need to eat anyway. And then I go home and I get that pound off or whatever. I mean, it's just a carry thing. So I love that tip, Christy, because don't nobody want a a sparkly Christmas without (laughs) you dress on with a tum tum sticking out. Like we, we believe you should love yourself, but that's, I know Christy, I know that would bug her. Oh, it would bug me. And I know sis, the other night you were, you went to a hospital Christmas party with Brandon and 
The outfit that you chose, oh my gosh, was so Carrie had a body, a blouse bodysuit tucked into high rise spank wide leg trousers. Oh. And oh, it was so cute. And she Thank showed me you. a video. You, that was so nice of you to help me too. I was standing on the edge of the bathtub trying to show Christy a bath thinking if I fall and break my ankle, <laughs> the ER doctor would be like, how'd you hurt yourself? And I'll be like, here's the video. I was trying to show my sister, my outfit, <laughs> but yeah, is it my I, tip? Oh, oh, your tip. That's right. Not I have yours, a tip. Yours. I would say, what are we on? Number six? Yeah. Well, whatever it is. Okay. I don't know. I lost whatever. I knew I would. Here's another one I have. I would say not to avoid events. Okay. Because I don't, I don't think you should herm it up unless you're really struggling. But I think that you have to be picky about the events you chose to choose to go to Uh Christmas cantata at your local Baptist church. Yes, that's fine. Um, Betty's cookie party where you have to bring two dozen of your favorite cookies and you guys exchange. Well, if you can pack them up and take them home and drop them off and donate them. But if, but if you're going to a cookie decorating party, very difficult. Oh, a, a wine sip and paint oh. Christmas painting. That's okay. As long as they don't have food, you can keep busy with your water. I mean, you got to, if you're going to go to an event, that's going to be challenging. You got to be prepared for it. So I guess my, my tip would be twofold. Be picky about your events. Yes. And also be prepared for those events. But if I went to a cookie decorating party, I love frosting. I would be head down, face down in frosting. So I wouldn't even be decorating. I just like eating the frosting. I would, they'd be like, ma'am, don't use the same spoon twice. I'd be like, what? But anyway, um, I would have a hard time with that or a gingerbread making where they have all the candies in the bowls. That would be very challenging for me, but I can go to a play. I can go to a Christmas concert. I can say no to the things there. I'm okay with that. I can just leave and not stop by the cookie table. That's okay for me. I do fine with that, but I have to be very cautious what kind of holiday events I say yes to. Mm. Very good one. My next one, and this, remember, this is just a Christy one. This might not work out for you. Just talking about a Christy tip is I grocery shop early in the day because I, since I get up so early in the morning, I start to wear down early in the afternoon. I mean, I really don't like to do things mentally that really require like meetings or, or stuff like that after three or 4 PM, I really start to shut down mentally. I start my bedtime routine at six 30 and I'm asleep by eight. And when I say routine, I mean, wash my makeup off and stuff like that. So for me to go to Winco with Hazel, I need to do it early in the day while I'm still fresh and my willpower is full. That's a great one, Christy. And the same would go like if you have to go out for a meal with somebody, breakfast is always your best choice oh. because it's early in the morning. You can say no to the pancakes, the French toast. You can just have your bacon, eggs, and a couple slices of avocado and you're good. I find it's very easy for me to stay on track early in the day, but at nine o'clock at night, if I wander downstairs, yeah, I'm going to try to find something to cheat on. It's terrible. So I agree with Christy. I love that one. Okay. You ready for my last tip? Yes. Okay. I think we're okay. My last tip is if you have to bake, I love to bake. There are some things I'm required to bake for, and it's not that I don't, I'm not going to say no to it. Um, I really enjoy baking, but here is how I've maintained a weight loss and still love to bake is that there's a couple of things. Be ready, bake early in the day. I like Chrissy's idea. Do it early in the day, have your gum in your mouth. And number two, it needs to leave your house. It needs to, that is, so if you're going to bake on a Friday, let it cool, package it up. It goes in the, it goes in the Saturday morning flat rate priority mailboxes. It gets taped up and it leaves. 
It does not stay Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You don't wait to deliver. You plan on that Saturday to deliver all your plates of cookies. You plan. It's got to leave your house. It has to leave your house immediately. Don't bake two weeks ahead of time. Or if you're going to stick it in your freezer, that's fine. But if you're going to do it, be ready for it. Do it early in the day. Chew your gum. Talk to yourself ahead of time. Listen to a podcast and have your water there and do it early, but it's got to leave your house. I have done this myself, Christy. I baked it like five. And then from five to seven, I'm just nibble, 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 nibble. No, I do it early. It all gets cooled and packed up right away. I don't wait around to do that. So I understand if you have obligations to make things that necessarily aren't on plan. I get that. I do get that, but you have to be smart about when you do it, how you do it and getting it out of your house. It does not hang around. If your kids want a cookie, put them in a baggie, put two in a baggie, put their name on it and get it off the counter, put it in the fridge and say Kayla's cookies or Kenzie's cookies or Joel's cookies. And that's it. You don't, they don't need a dozen cookies. You will eat them or I will eat them. That's my fault. That's my problem. And I've been in the kitchen with Carrie when she bakes. First of all, I love, maybe four times I've been in the kitchen watching her bake. I love to watch her bake. You're really a good baker and you, you don't, you, you measure with your heart. I love that. You don't really follow a recipe and you're really good and you're quick. Now, here's what I really appreciate that you did for me personally, because you and I have the same struggles. As I was sitting there on the stool, arms reached from the cookie dough and the cookies, um, you said, and you didn't say this mean, you said this for my own good. You said, all of these cookies are accounted for, sis, so please don't eat them. And it was perfect because I, because you were at the time you were baking for a local, no, 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 you were baking for a local bakery and you, and they were all, you just made the right amount of dough because you were making money on it. You had the right around the right amount of dough. You had the right amount of cookies. It was two per package. And you said, if you want to put them, it's two per package. And when I get done with this, it should be two dozen packages. And it was so perfect for me because I knew this was a moneymaker for you. Everything was accounted for and it needed to even out. There couldn't be one left over. It, it needed to be two by two by two. And it was, my mind just went boop and it switched. So I appreciate that tip of yours. That's perfect. I mean, I let you, I let you lick the beaters if you want. Yes, you did. <laughs> I would yes. let you lick the beaters. No beater licking. You know what I do not to beat the lick the beat, beat the lickers. No, <laughs> lick the beaters. I take them immediately over and put them in hot soapy water yeah, right away. That is perfect. my best trick right there. Like, yeah. cause otherwise I'm like, yep. cleaning off the curve. No, no. Yeah, you get that I Gene take Simmons them tongue right out. away. Yep. I go tick, 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 take every tip into the sink. And I put the Dawn dish soap in before I can convince myself not to do it. And then I turn the thing on high and let it fill up that and not part of the bowl. Cause y'all mm -hmm. a fat person being a former fatty, I would do the part right above the soap. So make sure that you get all of it. And Carrie, you're a fast baker. Like you don't sit around with the dough. Like it's almost like you knew your tendency uh -huh. and you were clipping right along through the whole thing. Like you were going. And I really appreciated that because I, I love to watch you, but it, the temptation gets worse. The time goes on and you were like yeah. aware of it and you were quick. Yeah. I try to move quick. I like to be in and out of the kitchen. And I was just looking at my schedule, Christy going, I need to, I do bake. My kids love it. So I do bake for them. And so I'm planning a day when I know I'm looking at my calendar over here to when, when I know my resistance is high. <laughs> <laughs> I have one last tip. Are you ready? Here we go. Yes. Have an excuse ready. 
Now, I just talked to a friend of mine. I am not going to say her name because just in case it comes back around, I mean, I don't think that her, that the people that did this to her listen to the podcast, but just in case, she told me that a family member of hers, they know that she's on a healthy journey and she, you know, she's got a lot of weight. She's going to be getting married in June. She's got a lot, a lot of weight to lose. And they purposely and laugh about it, bring over junk food for her and laugh at her when she goes. So what she's been saying to them, and it's true, it's not a lie. She says, I have painful eczema and she does. And if I eat this stuff, it will make my eczema flare up. And it does. Um, and so what it, what, what can you say? You don't, and Carrie's really good at this um, part and I'll let you chime in. You just need to have something ready when you don't have the Moscow mule, when you don't have the wine, when you don't have the champagne, when you're not partaking in some of the, the, the eating that's going on, people are going to notice they're going to say something, have an excuse or have something ready to say. Yeah. I like the no thank you. And then just stare at him really, uncomfortably. <laughs> but I don't think everyone can do that as you know, you know, if you're religious, you can say you're fasting that day. Um, I don't know. I, I will tell you something I find really interesting, Chrissy, this is just an aside is that if a model attends a party and doesn't eat or drink anything, no one says a word like an, like an actual, like, like imagine you're in New York and it's like, Hey Bob, boom, 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 and you're dancing, and and let's just say a a uh, a high, uh, very high paid supermodel shows up. Nobody would say a word to her about not eating or drinking. Not a word. No one would say a word. You know, you got your fit CrossFit mom. You know, she's 128 pounds. She can deadlift. Whatever. I always make up those weights. Christy laughs at me. No one's gonna say a word to her. But if you're an overweight person trying to lose weight, why do people harass you about not eating and drinking? It doesn't make sense to me. It's a double standard. I don't understand that. That's probably a whole nother it podcast. It does. And, and you would not believe, and this is another podcast, but people harass other people because of their own insecurity and, and yeah. just leave them the F alone. I can't believe yeah. people, they, they're bullies. They're bullies because they don't have the willpower to say no. So when you say no, it brings out their insecurities and it convicts them of their lack of willpower to stick to a healthy commitment. And I just have something ready to say, whatever you're going to say, yeah. Carrie and I have no problem. No Nobody says any crap to me at no. all. You know, I have no like problem ever. saying no. Yeah, it doesn't no, bother not. me. Or you could be yes. like, I totally just ate or I got done eating or I'm the designated driver or right. sober Carrie or yeah. are you having fun or change the subject or I love to stare uncomfortably at people. Yes, me too. I love that. Feel free to do that. Feel free to <laughs> just feel the free to bring out your inner carry yes. to say no, thank you. And then just stare at them, make it as uncomfortable as possible because <laughs> it is not anybody's right to have anything to say about what you eat. I told Christy and I were talking about this the other day. I said, Christy, if you came to my house and you ate everything in my cupboards, I wouldn't say one word to you because it is not my right. It is not my business. It is not my right. What Christy eats. It's not my business. And it's not my right. And mm -hmm. I mean, unless you've hired me to help you lose weight, I am still not going to say anything. Uh, that's why I, I hesitate to mention code red to people in my community. Right. I don't want them to think I care. I don't give a crap what you're eating. So I think that having something like, no, I'm, oh, I'm the, I'm the driver, not drinking tonight. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so full. I already ate. Thank you. I'm totally good. You know, or whatever, just come up with a line and use it. If you have to lie, I understand. Just be ready. Like, 
or just I'm be ready. Stuffed. Yeah, I might be pregnant. Whatever, whatever <laughs> the line is. Prayers, <laughs> in twenty twenty three. You know, or That's don't funny. say anything. You don't owe them an explanation. But I know a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I just uh, I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, we hope you love the holiday survival tips specifically from Carrie and Christy, what we do, not what we, not necessarily what we teach in our community. Um, and I, and I, it, pretty much they are, but cause we are code red, we will always be code red. It's just kind of personally what we deal with on our own. And we do struggle as much as you guys, or let me just say, we might not struggle as much as you. We struggle more than you think. I yes. think you guys think uh, I think you guys have some misconceptions about Carrie and me and, and a lot of people who, that you just follow online, they will, they only show you one part of our life. Carrie and I try to show you all the parts of our life, the good, the bad, the ugly. We really do, because that's going to, that's going to help you under realize that we do understand. We do understand. I mean, it's not easy keeping a hundred pounds off for 11 years and Carrie knows how to do it. And I, I think that this will help you realize we're relatable and we understand we get it. You guys, we will see you on the next episode. And thank you for joining us on Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Have a good one. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red. And thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.